0: Welcome, everyone, to Monday Motivations with That Motivational Guy, Tony Canavero. Hey, that's me. Every Monday, I'm bringing you motivation, mindset, training, book reviews, powerful guests, and sometimes some randomness from my entirely too many hobbies. Uh, for show notes, head on over to thatmotivationalguy.com slash podcast. There might even be some free gifts around there if you look around. Please subscribe, rate, and review, and make sure you get your regular Monday dose of motivation. Now, let's do this. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to That Motivational guide podcast. This will be some episode number that is to be determined in the future at some point in time. But I'll tell you what, guys. I am jacked. I am super excited for the guests that we have for you today. Uh, the gentleman's name is Tom Matson. And uh, we we're just chatting off air, and turns out we are both living on islands on the west coast of Canada, which is crazy serendipitous, but I'm super excited to have him here. Um, I'm not sure how someone who's young as he is has managed to pull off the things that he's pulled off in his life. But it looks to me like, according to his website, he's done about 82 businesses. He's a high- level coach, uh, trainer, entrepreneur, uh, mindset guru, Uh, I'm sure that there's other things that you would choose to call yourself. Your wife might choose to call you something else. I don't know. But uh, he's really passionate about building global businesses um, for entrepreneurs around their passions. And so I'm really happy to bring on Tom Mattson today. Tom,
1: welcome to the show. I'm so excited to be here, Tony. Thanks for the invite. And uh, my first wife, uh, -wife, (laughs) ex-wife, which I now call my first wife, would uh, would always say, um, often wrong, but never in doubt. So there's lots of labels. there's lots of applications that we can get into some it. of that today too. I love it.
0: Well, listen, uh, I want, uh, we have a limited time and I could probably go for hours with this gentleman. So I'm going to jump right into it today, guys. Hour
1: one of a 12-hour
0: podcast. Yeah, Stop more in, or less. Everyone. Let's go. Get, get ready. So, <laughs> 82 businesses. What, first of all, tell me, what led you into entrepreneurship in the first place? Why the heck did
1: you step into this crazy river? Well, a good question. There's two two parts to that answer. The first, I was 16 years old, living in Saskatoon. As you now know, I grew up in the, in Saskabush. And I was invited by a buddy to an Amway presentation that his uncle was doing mm-hmm. from Esterhazy, not far from where you grew up. Gotcha. And, and uh, Frank was his name. And I'd never been to an Amway presentation. So, if I, you know, I'm like, whatever, let's go. And we hear the presentation, go through all the numbers. Then I got to meet Frank afterwards. Oh, the buddy said, you want to be a millionaire, right? And I go, yeah, that's one of my goals. Well, my uncle's a millionaire. He's giving a talk on how he did it. Do you want to come? I'm like, yeah, totally. So the presentation's over. I thought it was intriguing. And then they went, I got to go meet Frank. And he goes, I, I hear you're planning, your, one of your goals, be a millionaire. And I go, yes, Frank, absolutely. Or I don't know, I might've called him Mr. Frank back then. I was more <laughs> polite. And he said, tell you what, he reaches in his bag and he gives me a copy of Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich. And it was the first book I ever read that wasn't a school assignment. Mm-hmm. How do you like that? That's fantastic. <laughs> it was the first book I ever read that wasn't forced reading. Mm-hmm. And it opened up my doors to the concept of modeling success. Here I was in grade 12. I was about to graduate from high school. I'd skipped a grade. I was pretty smart in school. Mm-hmm. I was 16 years old. I was about to graduate. And I had never heard of the concept modeling success. Like, what a, I mean, what an indictment of our school system, because it's sort of like, that's kind of how we learn, right? We have two ways to learn, right, Tony? You can make your own mistakes and learn from them, or you can study other people and learn from their mistakes so you don't have to make them. Right on. I like the second a lot more than the first, but this is the first time I was even open to that. So Mm -hmm. that's where I got the bug. Mm Mm-hmm. And I, and I started modeling success and following people. Never made any money in that way. But mm-hmm. I went to a lot of their events and a lot of their seminars. And I got I got surrounded by people who modeled success. Mm-hmm. And I launched my first business a few months later, a DJ service. Cool. I have the business card I keep at my desk, framed at my desk all the time. Because you've heard of USP, right? Your yep. unique selling proposition. Yep. You know What you do best over everyone else out there. If, if listeners aren't familiar you need to know what do you do better than everyone else out there or why people should do business with you versus every other choice. It's a crucial part for success. Mm -hmm. I keep this here to remind me as smart as I think I am. I'm really kind of dumb at heart because it says after eight music services, can you read the slogan on it, Tony? Uh, We play for anyone. I love it. (laughs) How's that like to be the opposite of a USP? (laughs) Yeah. And and from a business perspective, that's exactly what we did. This was back in the album LP days. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We had 3,000 records we brought to every gig. We had country. We had rock. We had hard metal. We had polka music. We had you name it. We brought it. We did play for anyone. Right, right. And when we were doing weddings, of course, we were a smash hit. Because there wasn't a single person in the room that we didn't have a bunch of albums that we could help out. Usually their exact favorite song. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But when you buy that that many albums and you're charging what we charged, you never make money (laughs) ever. We had a lot of fun. We met a lot of girls, but we never, ever made money. And so, you know, that was the first immersion into business. And then the second iteration came several years later. I'd moved to Calgary. I was working for Dale Carnegie. Mm -hmm. I was helping fill their classes on how to speak and I sold full time and I was an assistant instructor. They called it a GA graduate assistant Mm -hmm. and people would come up to me all the time and ask questions about their business. Mm -hmm. You know, and I was 23 years old, full of myself. So I always had an answer (laughs) Uh, back to what my first wife said, right? Often wrong, but never in doubt. (laughs) And after about six months of this, I realized, you know, I got to start taking some training Mm -hmm. because I'm giving them my best guess, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. And so I began a serious commitment to self-improvement personally, professionally, and business wise, that now to date I've invested over a million dollars. Yeah, and I was just talking to one of our clients this morning. She said, Oh yeah, we've invested about the same amount. I said, Not a chance. <laughs> and she said, Oh yeah, I know. Well, I've invested a lot. I said, it Doesn't matter how much you've invested. I guarantee you I've invested more. And she goes, It's mine's like over a hundred thousand, almost two hundred thousand. And I said, I stopped counting at a million. Right. And she's like, what? And I go, yeah, I I had a lot to fix. There's a lot of mindset stuff, Tony, uh, that needed fixing. And still, over the years, lots and lots more layers. So for me, it was became, I put like literally every penny I had into self-improvement and self-development. And I started launching businesses at 23. Mm -hmm. And I haven't really looked back from that point.
0: Fantastic. So a couple of things I want to just just extrapolate from that. I'm a big network marketing fan, not currently in, in the industry, but that's where I also got my start. Um, my first personal development book was a Think and Grow Rich book, which I still have a ratty tattered copy of, coffee stains all over the place. Uh, so I can really, really relate to that. And I think that, um, uh, you know, in today's market, This is currently, when we're recording this, we're starting to kind of move through the COVID-19 situation, but we're still really in the middle of it. Um, And we're seeing a lot of uh, growth in that home-based business space. And I know personally, one thing I encourage people to do is look at a home-based business, a good network marketing company as an internship first, a money-making venture second, because the learning that you'll get will stay with you for the rest of your life, and that's a foundation you can build on, no matter if you make a lot of money, great. if you don't, don't worry about it because you've got that foundation, right?
1: Yeah, and there are set I'm a huge fan of network marketing, and i'm I, other than that experience at sixteen, I've never been in one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've studied there and looked at starting my own. Mm-hmm. Uh, I spent over a hundred thousand dollars several years ago looking at that, analyzing the industry, what works, what doesn't work. It's a method of marketing. It's a method of distributing. And people that that slam it usually come from two areas. They've gotten in and they've been sold a bill of goods and yep. they've been sold a continuity program without a use for the product, yep. which is illegal now in Canada and most countries. That's right. um, so that's the old model. Mm-hmm. Or second, they've never gotten in and seen other people who've been exposed to that and judge it from afar. Yep. People that get in it and apply it seriously, the vast majority don't make money. But the ones that do make money make a lot. Yeah, and they do it only if they serve a lot of people. Absolutely. Um, yesterday, as we record this, I did a, a live summit on military veteran business leaders. Oh, cool! Had the pleasure of interviewing one of the top trainers in network marketing history. Forty-three million views of his videos. Tim Sells. For me. Was it Tim Sales? It was Tim Sales. Good job, Tony. Two points, ding, ding, ding. (laughs) Uh, And uh, first time I met him, first time I talked to him, fascinating guy. And he put together this model of success. Mm -hmm. Find a prospect, have a conversation, like set up an appointment, have a conversation, enroll the prospect, deliver value, over-deliver value, repeat process. And And he goes... Every business in the world, this is the process. Absolutely. Every business in the world, some are better at parts than others, but that's the process. So I'm a huge fan of it for the point of view of what you just said. Education. It's a great way to learn. Is it the great way to become financially independent? Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. Just like entrepreneurship. My problem with it is, well, most entrepreneurship fails. So the odds of succeeding in network marketing are probably just as bad as the odds of succeeding on your own. Yeah. Most of those 82 businesses didn't succeed. Seven made it to seven figures and beyond, but that means, what is that? 75 didn't. Yep. 75 didn't. And many of them weren't even designed to. This is the fundamental problem. If you're listening and you're thinking of starting your own business, but you don't know where to go, you definitely need to get some strategy advice from someone that's been there because my experience is most people's first businesses are reactive choices. Yep. And that's not the way to do it, nope. right? Reactive choices. Like, would you would you buy a car reactively? What do I mean by that? Like you drive down the street and see a for sale sign and buy it? Who does that? Nobody. No one does that. Yep. We research it. We, what do we want? Well, I want this. I want this. I want a standard. I want automatic. I want power windows. I want a sunroof. I don't want a sunroof. Whatever. Like we have criteria. And we have, you know, typically criteria is absolute. It is it's got to have this. It'd be nice if it had this. It's great. You have two lists. Why do we not do that for business? We should. Mm-hmm. We should have criteria of what we want to do and what we don't want to do. And that's definitely one of the biggest mistakes I made in the first probably two dozen businesses that had no criteria. It was all reactive. Yeah. It was fun. I learned a lot. Exactly. Had <laughs> a lot of fun, but it's not a strategic choice I teach anyone.
0: <laughs> well, and it, it brings up an interesting, a good point because uh someone like myself has been through several businesses as well, made some money, lost some money, you know, kind of the the full gamut. Um, what what I like to tell people is, and this dovetails, I think, well into a lot of your mission. When I started my first businesses, there was nobody sticking up their hands saying, hey, let me help you learn how to do this. The mm-hmm. bank didn't teach
1: you anything. They only cared about one thing. Can you make your payments? Are you solvent?
0: That's it.
1: Yeah. And they if did... you're a Canadian bank, do you have enough money that you don't need our money first? Absolutely. 100% <laughs> true, right?
0: The only time they actually voiced any interest in my businesses was when I was falling behind on stuff. And then it mm-hmm. wasn't, they didn't offer any advice on how to fix it. It was you need to fix it. So, yeah. so that brings up a good point because uh, a lot of what I see your mission, uh, you know, like your book, for example, which I love the title, earn twice as much with half the stress. Mm-hmm. just one of your books. I think you have multiple, yeah. correct? Correct. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then I saw another tagline on your, on your website, do good, make money at the same time. Uh, so a lot of what I see from you, Tom, is about helping support that entrepreneur mm-hmm. and, and help them be able to make the right decisions like what led you in from okay you're an entrepreneur you're starting businesses you're making money you're losing money then you figure out a few what led you into okay I want to help entrepreneurs figure this stuff out
1: um the Dale Carney experience actually I was 23 and people would come to me for advice and strategy and I you know as I joked earlier I always had an answer (laughs) but once I started taking the training I had much better perspective for the answer And then I realized I had this skill set that became a super skill on helping people grow their business. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. so I decided to go full-time in it. Uh, My first time full-time in business was in my early 20s and I would help people grow their sales. And it would became this passion of mine that I got very, very good at it and I would guarantee a 30% increase in sales. And I would, my goal was always to double their sales. Mm -hmm, But I didn't mm -hmm. tell them that because one of the things I learned was double, freaked people out. Absolutely. Why is that, Tony? Mindset, yep. right? Mindset. Triggers, yep. right? Double their business. When they were struggling, they'd reach out to me when they're struggling, not when they're thriving. Absolutely. But they're struggling already, doubling their business. Well, here's something that, in fact, we're doing a masterclass, uh, a brand new, as we record this, we're launching a brand new masterclass training in, in uh, eight days. Oh, cool. And I'm super excited because we're teaching the business strategy of 10Xing your business for the first time in years. And in the first hour, we're, all of our content is why ten xing your business is easier than doubling your business? because you you have to take a whole different approach. Well, yeah. same thing for doubling a business versus thirty percent increase. It's easier to double sales than add thirty percent. And I had learned that, and I got very good at that. and then I frankly, I got hooked at it. it was it was a game for me. It was how quick I could do it. Right. i would I would sell it as a I always guaranteed results from early on. So it be half up front and half when I got the result. Mm-hmm. And typically it was a 90 day engagement because right. these were mission critical. People didn't come to me because they wanted to increase their sales eventually. Right. <laughs> right? It's like, yep. I need to cover my mortgage payment in seven days. What can you do, Tom? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like sort of like solve the impossible. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? I got very good at it. And my average client was 30 days. We doubled their sales. Wow. And the better I got at it, the more I would charge. Of course, and because I guaranteed results, the more people were happy to pay me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? It wasn't like they were bitter or frustrated. It was like, well, yeah, absolutely. You're going to guarantee that? Let's go. Yeah. And so that became a huge part of. I, there's sort of three eras of my 37 plus years as an entrepreneur. That was my whole first era. I got in. I worked with primarily bricks and mortar service businesses. What you know? What I now call real businesses today. Mm -hmm. Um, they're offline, right? There was no Mm -hmm. internet back then. This was all BG right before Google. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, and, and so I got very, very good at that. The thing about that type of business is you had to get good at it quickly because you couldn't afford to waste money. Yeah. You know, one of my mentors is Brian Kurtz, (laughs) one of the top direct marketing guys in the world. He actually says we should be charged for every email we send we should be charged for every email we send for marketing purposes because it would clean up all the garbage that's out there. And he's right. And it ain't going to happen, but it should. Because then right now people send all these marketing emails that are just crap Ola. They're not researched. They're not thought of. Well, when you do direct mail or, you know, you run ads in a newspaper back in the day, mm-hmm. you better get results, mm-hmm. right? You spend 8,200 bucks on a half page ad. You better get more than eighty two hundred in sales, mm-hmm. or your clients really pissed off at you quickly, Tony. So that's right. You know, you learn these. I I was fortunate. I had some great, great mentors, and I would learn these strategies and apply them. And that became that whole first first era of what I did. I love it. So along the way, because <clears throat> you talked, uh, you know,
0: kind of your entry into business and and what kind of kicked off that entrepreneurial spark, um, and how you much you've invested in the process,
1: when will you ever be done investing in your own mindset? Oh, when, when I'm put in a box or cremated? Yeah, I mean, the, what I invest in changes, for sure. Um, who I invest with has changed dramatically. Mm-hmm. About mm-hmm. 15 years ago, I stopped investing in people that weren't world-class and could guarantee their results. Right. Uh, other than um, uh, uh, side research. Now when I when I do when I when it doesn't fit that criteria I'm buying a program for for an, a different strategic reason. Right. All right. Sometimes it's the community that's there and I want to meet the people that are in that community so I buy the program even though I know the program's full of crap.
0: Right. Right.
1: Because the audience they attract isn't right. So I could get to know people and build some real strategic audiences. Um, so, so, you know, if there's a secondary mission around strategic alliances, that's different, but for personal stuff, now it's all about things that can have lasting impact. And for me, now it's all about helping people create movements. Right. So what do you, what do you mean by that? Well, you can, every business is creating a movement, Tony, every business. There's some of us are better at it than others, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. Elon Musk creates a movement. Sure. Right. His stock is worth more than Ford or GM. Sure, yeah. But he sells a fraction of the number of cars of Ford or GM. How is that possible? Simple. Those of us that own shares in Tesla believe he's changing the world and making it a better place through his cars and his solar panels and his batteries and, and his rockets or whatever. Like, we're, we're, not, we're not fooling ourselves to think it's worth 10 times what Ford is, right. and yet that's what the shares are trading at. Last time I checked the number. Right, right. So so there's a great example of someone creating a movement. Um, we're all doing it, though. If you're a local restaurant, you're creating a movement in your neighborhood, right? And the movement is about, you know, good times or the movement's about uh, happy, happy bellies or the movement's about something like that. It's not necessarily life-changing. And yet most of us who are, you know, stuck in quarantine land mm-hmm. miss the camaraderie of that local pub or that local favorite hangout the local coffee shop. We miss it. We took it for granted, everyone. We took it for granted, right? Absolutely. So movements don't have to be like lasting impact. Like mother Teresa, movements can be in your niche with your target audience, very significant to them and irrelevant to everyone else. So that's what I mean by, by movements. Now, the good news is in a free society, if you deliver impact, if you deliver value, you get paid. That's true. Right? You are. Let me rephrase it. You can get paid. Yeah. Some, some models aren't set up for that. Yeah. That's bad strategy. But if your model is set up properly, if your strategy is right, you get compensated. And the more value you bring, the more you get compensated. And I think that's a key thing that a lot of people
0: miss is they think I'm going to sell this thing and make some money, but it's always about a, a fair exchange of value, and in today's society, correct me if I'm wrong, Tom. Tell me if you agree with this. Um, in in our world today, we expect to
1: get more value than what we pay for. Always, always, and that's you know that's a, a byproduct of the of the internet, to be sure. Right. right. You take any topic. I mean, we teach people to take their wisdom and knowledge, package it up, and sell it as a program for twenty five thousand, or a hundred thousand, or a quarter million dollars mm-hmm. first purchase. first purchase. Every one of these topics, you can go to Google, hit search and get a million pages free. Well, how's that? How's that possible? A million pages free. And we teach our clients and do ourselves sell it for 25,000 or a hundred thousand or a quarter million. In fact, we're working on a program now that's literally a million dollar program, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but we're guaranteeing $10 million of impact. Right. So 10X is still there, the normal right. return you want on your marketing money. So, I mean, you 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 definitely want to make sure that when you're structuring your model, you're providing more value and compensations involved. And one of the easiest way to do that is to guarantee results. Right. And right. link the payments to the sole discretion of your client. Gotcha. That's the best way. We teach that and we do some free training on this all over the place because if you can do that, it's just so much easier to engage people. If you're starting out and you're like, well, you know, Tony, I'm not sure I can help you, but here's what I'm prepared to do. You pay me 25% upfront and all the rest is linked to results. And that way I'll work my butt off to make sure you get there because I want your testimonial, Tony. Gotcha. Well, that's a super easy value proposition. By the way, exact same thing we teach our clients to generate seven and eight figure businesses, exact same strategy. Mm-hmm. But as a startup, it's like, you don't need any fancy training. You don't need any subconscious NLP commands. Mm-hmm. You know, buy now, Tony. It's time to claim your destiny. And you <laughs> slip the words buy now. <laughs> yeah. Right? You don't need any of that crap. Yeah. You're just like, here's the game, here's what we want to play. And I'm so confident I can get you there. I'll link my payments to results. I love it. So so let me ask you, because this is uh,
0: as an entrepreneur myself, and a, and a guy that's studied personal development for 25 plus years what do you, what would you say are the three biggest things that when you have somebody, I mean, an experienced entrepreneur is one thing. Somebody who's, who's been there and done that, been in the trenches. That's one thing. They've got some scars. They've got some experience. Somebody who's sitting there uh, at a, at a desk and they're unhappy and feeling unfulfilled in whatever it is that they're doing. And I'm not knocking jobs because I think jobs are wonderful. Um, it's, it's, it, I'm not one of those J O B just over broke, philosophy people. I think that's insulting uh, to people. But let's say that you're somebody who's like, I have this splinter in my mind that there's something more for me out there. I'm not sure what it is. I'd like to maybe dabble into this entrepreneurship thing. What are the three myths that you think that people have in their mind about entrepreneurship and starting a business?
1: Really good question. And I think but the, the pretext of that is something I just want to comment on first, if you wouldn't mind. please, please. Um, And that is the the whole job, destiny, blah, blah, blah thing. And I think it's super important. I believe the purpose of life is to find your calling and live it to the fullest. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And for some of us, that means starting a business. For lots of us, it doesn't. It doesn't. And so I am not judgmental either about people that have jobs. Mm -hmm. However, I am judgmental if you have a job and you hate it which apparently 72% of all employees do. Mm -hmm. Although I will tell you, I'm one of these nutcases that tries to find the source data on everything. And that anecdotal story that we've all heard is BS. There is no data to support it. It's people quoting the same quote over and over over and over around. It's like the data that 90% of franchises succeed. And I've been in the franchising business for a long time and I know that's not true. Mm -hmm. The industry tracked it once for six years and the failure rate of franchises was higher than non-franchises. Mm-hmm. And so they lobbied the SBA in the U.S. to stop counting the data. Not fix the problem, counting the data that way. So, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of finding the research. But certainly, anecdotally, lots of people don't like their jobs. Mm-hmm. If you're in that situation and you're listening to this, I have a different philosophy. My philosophy is based on the Japanese 8th century mindset philosophy called Ikigai. Or someone told me the other day it was called Iikigai. But I, I don't know. I think it's Ikigai because it sounds more Japanese. Ikigai. <laughs> 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 it's And uh, it's about reason for being. And it has four overlapping circles. And you can Google it. I-K-I-G-A-I. Uh, we also have a whole deep dive free training on this concept because I love it so much. You take what you love to do. Mm-hmm. You overlap it with what you're good at, mm-hmm. you overlap it with what the world needs, mm-hmm. and you overlap that with what you can be paid for, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that in the middle is that perfect combination. So yes. if someone's thinking about, they've got this idea, I would have them step back and, and do that analysis and, mm-hmm. and overlap those in there because today you can make money teaching people how to play cards. I mean, millions and millions of dollars. Poker players, right? I used to joke about that in my early days as a speaker. And now professional poker players make fortunes, Mm -hmm. right? I guess they're not right now (laughs) because the the live tournament and the pressure of the $10,000 show-up fee isn't there. But you know it's coming back. Yep. Right? As soon as they're allowed back in, these guys are making 6 million bucks a year playing cards. You think they're going to stop because of some virus? Mm-hmm. Not a chance, right? Oh. Not a chance. Yep. So, so you can make money doing just about anything. But if you do it strategically and find that overlap and then look for that combination in the middle and then say, okay, how do I, how do, I do that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the other challenge I would throw out there for everyone, not just new uh, employees thinking about switching, you know, employees think about starting a new business mm-hmm. is also challenge yourself to create a model that can earn seven figures for you. Let, let me I'm gonna just jump in. Sorry to interrupt.
0: For most of the people listening to this, you just lost them,
1: right? Totally. Freaked right? them right out. So so talk about That's that. That's why I brought it up because I know your focus in this channel is about mindset yep. and, and motivation and inspiration. And one of the biggest mistakes I made in my first several dozen businesses, one of the biggest mistake I see most entrepreneurs make with their first business or two is they don't play a big enough game from the get go. Right, and it's not about the million dollars. I mean, you know, one of my old mentors is Jim Rohn. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Of the Tony Robbins learned his mm-hmm. craft under Jim. Jim would say, "It's not about the million dollars. It's about what it'll make of you to make the million dollars." Yep. And so in business, if you set a goal of making enough to match your wages, mm-hmm. that's one thing. But if you set a goal to make at least a million dollars, right? Or maybe even eight figures, which is $10 million. Mm-hmm. And by that, I mean like annual sales yeah. as, as a frame of reference. Um, that's going to stretch you and force you to think, think of your business as a business. Right. Not as of Tony selling Tony's coaching. Right right? Which is not a business. It's a hobby that you're getting compensated for. Let's be clear. Yep. yep. Let's be clear. A business is something that builds value that you can then sell for a multiple when you're done, mm-hmm. which by the way, is my only knock on network marketing as a distributor, Tony. Most companies don't allow you to sell your you distributorship sell your, for right. a multiple, which is silly and stupid. And there's no reason to do that. Yeah. They'll buy you for a multiple when they buy you out, but they won't let you sell it to someone else. That's Correct. totally stupid. Sidebar, we can talk about that another time. But back to this. So so by doing that, it will force you to work on your mindset. It'll force you to work on your fears. It'll force you to get an advisory board. It'll force you to do a lot of the things that you should be doing but probably have no idea just by setting a bigger goal. Like as we record this, I've got a call in about uh, four hours with a, a gentleman from Bangladesh, Australia, and me. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the call, we're going to ink what will be a $100 million deal. Nice. Not money up front, but impact in developing countries, helping them do what we do in developed countries, in developing countries. And, and and I'm super pumped about it, super excited about it, and it freaks the crap out of me, Tony. Good. Literally, literally, there's no way we can execute this model successfully and not impact 10 million people. Fantastic. So – that's way outside my comfort zone and I'm leaping into it and we're already working on, okay, in order to do that, what do we need? Cause that's what happens when you stretch yourself, you start asking the questions. Well, in order to pull that off, hot shot, what do you need? Well, yep. you're going to need some working capital. Okay. How am I going to get that? Well, you're gonna have to raise some or sell some assets or do whatever. Okay, good. What else? Well, you're gonna need to have a plan to get clients. Oh yeah. Yeah. A plan to get clients before I start my business. What an awesome idea, (laughs) right? You're going to need a way to convert clients. You need to be able to hire salespeople or pay commission or have affiliate partners or whatever the model is. You're going to need to look at your business strategically rather than tactically. Most of us just respond in our first business. I did. I did, right? We play for anyone. We actually thought that up as a strategy. Mm -hmm. it's not on there by accident we literally said oh no we're gonna we're gonna play for everyone (laughs) right now if we had actually said let's make a million dollars as a dj service we wouldn't have we would have narrowed our focus yep right back then the big money was weddings sure so we would have been your wedding dj specialist Mm -hmm. and we would have focused on weddings and then we would have focused on teaching people to do weddings in other cities And literally, we probably could have stumbled our way into a seven-figure business. Yeah. Because weddings would pay us $300 when a normal gig was $100. Right. Right. Now, super high maintenance. (laughs) Yeah. all that. (laughs) Lots of drama. Right. But you know, those prairie weddings, man, they were fun. Oh,
0: man. Let me tell you, for all those people that come from, quote, unquote, a big town or a big city, uh, I've been, I'm a prairie kid as well. And I'll tell you, the folks that we used to have come in from, you know, the, the U.S. or the, you know, bigger places, when they come to a good old fashioned small town prairie wedding, they're like, is this how this is all the time? It's a (laughs) completely different experience. Anyhow, um, I want to just dive into this. Tom, this is fantastic information. I hope that our listeners are taking notes. But what I I just want to back up just a smidge, because I know that what we're talking about right now is a strategy that a lot of people want to get to. But there's a whole bunch of folks that are listening right now that are going, I can't even visualize that. That's so far out of my current reality. That's wonderful for Tom to say. That's wonderful for Tony to say. They've got experience. They've done this. I'm have no idea what some of those words even mean. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna have people that 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 listen to this think it's a great idea and will never act on it because they're intimidated by the scope we just talked about. Yeah. Which is is okay. You can't see beyond what you know right now. So for those people that are in that stage that are, are just really exploring this, what would be one or two key simple tips that you would give them that could help them expand that, that uh, awareness that, hey, no matter where you start, you have the ability to be there? What would be one or two things that could help them start to believe that these are real things.
1: Well, I'm going to answer this in kind of a bizarre way um, because it's a fabulous question. And I haven't asked this on the last 30 podcasts I've done. So I love it. It's a great question. I should put it on my Q&A sheet for everyone to ask it <laughs> <laughs> because it really digs into the heart of making a difference, mm-hmm. not just like talking about it, but making a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, one of our master classes, which are our free three-hour deep dive trainings uh, I'm going to get the link. Sorry, guys. I'm going to get the link for that. and I'm going to put the show notes. Okay. Yeah. And, 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 and please do because it teaches how to start a business based around your knowledge and wisdom, uh, and package it and make a quarter million dollars your first year. And it teaches the entire method for free in the class. Okay. There's an offer to buy a program, but in a moment you're going to hear that we're giving away free scholarships to one of our most popular programs that will teach you how to, execute on that idea so this strategy how to come up with the idea and everything needed and it's free and so the first thing is you cannot pull it off until you have three things number one you have to have leadership from someone you believe in number two you have to have a model that is proven to work and number three you have to believe in yourself enough to get out and do it you need all three of those legs think of it as a stool Literally, a three-legged stool. and mm-hmm. if any of those legs are not long enough, what happens to the stool? right? Tips wobbles or falls over. So you need all three. The master class is designed to show you the model works and that we know what the heck we're talking about. We'll take care of two of those legs. Mm-hmm. For free, for free. The mm-hmm. third leg, your mindset, will tackle a bunch in that, but we don't solve it. What we demonstrate is how you can succeed without that being solved. What a lot of people think they have to do is fix these problems before they go out and build a real business. Mm -hmm. And my experience is confidence comes from momentum.
0: Oh, that's good. Did you guys write that down? Confidence
1: confidence comes from momentum and momentum is what every entrepreneur thrives on. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to take you a quick example of this because it's so important. Um, And this is different than employee. This is where if you're an employee, you can decide, do you have an entrepreneur mindset or not? Mm -hmm, Okay. mm -hmm. So an entrepreneur, when they're ripping forward, they love it, right? They got momentum. They love it. They're excited. They're high-fiving people. They're ringing the bell, right? They're doing all Mm -hmm. that stuff. (laughs) However, when they're getting pushed backwards, when coronavirus hits and all this other crazy stuff hits, they also love it. Mm-hmm. because they're now they're overcoming a negative force, pushing them the other way. Oh yeah, you think you're going to sink me? Watch. They love it. There's one thing they don't love and that's being stuck mm-hmm. in the middle. Mm-hmm. Then they're like, they're in their chair and they're turning and they're turning and they're turning and they're going nowhere. They're just turning. Mm-hmm. Right? People talk about pivot. Now that's the big word, right? Yeah, pivot. Yeah. Yeah. Pivot without action is spinning around in a chair. That's why people are slamming the word pivot right now. Pivot with with action gets you results. Mm -hmm. No entrepreneur slams that. So momentum is what we thrive on as entrepreneurs. All right. Momentum and you need confidence for that. Mm -hmm. Um, Someone yesterday on the summit, we interviewed 10 different uh, veteran leaders, might have been Tim, might have been another guy. I think it was the guy behind Military Fresh, a really cool guy in New York City, oh, cool. but basically was talking about when you're proving yourself wrong, all you're doing is giving yourself confidence you're going to fail. Oh, that's good. so profound,
0: commission sales, commission
1: sales, right? I I cut my teeth in commission sales too, Tony. And I Mm -hmm. did it selling Electrolux vacuum cleaners, door to door in Saskatoon, man. Like as, and I literally picked, I said, what's the toughest possible summer job I can have at university? What can I learn the most from? And it was selling vacuum cleaners door to door. And then I pursued who I should hire, who should hire me. I went yep. like completely reverse engineered this because I didn't know how to sell. Yeah, I was enthusiastic, but I had no skill in selling, uh, and, and and it scared the heck out of me commission sales. Mm-hmm. And I made twenty three hundred dollars my first week. Nice. I was seventeen years old. That's big money back then. And then I went out and spent twenty five hundred on a waterbed. <laughs> and that's, <laughs> thus is why I don't teach you how to manage money, Tony. <laughs> uh. Uh, I had the best waterbed, brother. Let me tell you, four poster. Oh man, it was it was uh, it was something else. <laughs> and uh, I was literally I wasn't a woman's a womanizer at all, but I pictured myself becoming one. Sure, you had dreams. I had dreams. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I, I sidebar it. diversion. So <laughs> it's so important. It's so important to take action, but to take action strategically. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I keep coming back to that because. <laughs> Tactical action is what's right in front of your nose. Yeah. Strategic action is will this serve me? Right. Will this serve me? Will this serve the goal? Right. If you need working capital to launch your business because you've done the analysis, you're like, yeah, I need some money in the bank to do this business right. And you start without working capital, that's being an idiot. Yeah. That's being an idiot. Mm-hmm. Right. There's lots of ways to raise money, and lots of people can teach you how to raise money. Lots of business owners can show you how to raise money. Mm -hmm. but if you don't take the time to figure out how much money you should have before you leap off the cliff, Mm -hmm. this is where I was fortunate because most of the beginning businesses were physical businesses. I did coffee shops in particular. Mm -hmm. I ended up doing a whole bunch of coffee shops for clients and for myself. And you know, you need a lot of money to open up a coffee shop. You do. You don't need a million bucks, but, but you need, you know, I think the cheapest I ever did one was 35,000. Most were 50 to 150,000. Mm-hmm. You need real money to pull that off. And mm-hmm. by the way, banks would never lend you money for a coffee shop because never. they thought it was a restaurant back then mm-hmm. and restaurants fail, 91% of them. So banks will never lend money for a restaurant unless you don't need the money. That's right. Yep. And you secure it with money that you're going to give them when your business fails because it will. <laughs> <laughs> they, know that. they know that. They're quite happy to go through that game with you. Mm-hmm. So does that make sense in terms of the confidence and momentum
0: tie-in? It does. I'm going to just try to drill a drill in a little bit deeper to that. Um, mm-hmm. This is fantastic stuff. Please so do. I'm going to, I'm going to ask you for.
1: Oh, we got 11 uh, more hours. So dig as deep yeah, as you yeah. want, Tony.
0: I want you to visualize for a moment. You've got a young person that comes up to you that everything that they say is about, I want to start a business. I want to be successful. I don't believe I can. I don't know if I can do it though. I really want to. What one tip would you give that new young person? <laughs> To, okay, here, do this while we do this. What one tip would you give them to help them build on that mindset muscle, that, mode, that confidence muscle, that whatever you want to call it? What one no. tip would you give them?
1: This will probably surprise you because you framed this question different than the last one, which was young person. Mm-hmm. If it's a young person, my advice is the same advice I got when I was in my 20s from a guy in Calgary who said, Before for your 35, spend all your time and effort learning. And then after 35, you can spend all your time and effort earning. Got it. Love so it. So my advice to a young person would not be to start their business.
0: Right, right. And
1: I've helped young people start their business. But if they ask me my advice for the question you phrased, it would be find someone you can learn from and get a job in their organization, mm-hmm. and immerse yourself in, get paid to learn mm-hmm. what you need to know. That mm-hmm. would be my actual advice. I love it. And it's a, it's a phenomenal way to learn the craft. If you wanna open up a, 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 a yoga studio, go work for the best yoga studio in town. Yep. Right? If yep. you wanna open up a, an online marketing operation, find some of the best online marketing people, offer to be a a free working supporter, Mm -hmm. right? People will Mm -hmm. take free labor just about any business in the world. Mm -hmm. I was turned down once, once (laughs) offering free labor and it was a fine dining restaurant and I wanted to learn how to serve, to be a server. I had no skill at being a server and I wanted to learn it. I offered to work free for a month to prove the person how good I was. And they came back and said, we appreciate it. But look, at, based on your track record and your resume, once we teach you to do that, it looks like you're going to move on. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. I was fully really transparent. I love it. I love it. And, they're, and they're, But you're not going to pay me. So yeah, but we're still going to invest time training you. Mm-hmm. So we'd rather train someone that's going to stay with us long-term. I said, yeah, that's not me. Good choice.
0: Yeah, yeah that's
1: fair. That ties, uh, Robert Kiyosaki says
0: in his uh, landmark book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, don't take a job for what you can earn. Take a job for what you can learn. Yeah. And and that's uh, fantastic advice. Thanks very yeah. much. Listen. Now, if you
1: actually are, let me ask answer your question because I'm sure there's some young person tuning in going, well, thanks a lot, Tom. <laughs> uh, what I would say is Google Ikigai, Right. Find the overlapping intersection of those circles. Now, there's a variation if you're young or if you have no authority. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that is, you know, because most of the time we talk about authority as your personal experience, your wisdom, right? The other variation, and it's a great one, is what I call reporter authority. Reporter authority. So you take a topic. Right, give me a topic you might want to start a new business on, Tony. Uh, today's
0: topic. day and age, let's talk about
1: um, let's talk about TikTok. TikTok, perfect TikTok videos. So, yep. um, if you studied the top twenty people using TikTok today, mm-hmm. either teaching it or using it, that are the best at it, period, mm-hmm. could you come up with the best practices and how to use TikTok the best? Yeah, and you would save us all time and money. Right. Because you've taken the time to study the best and come up with the best practices. Got right? it. Mm-hmm. That's a reporter author- authority. Gotcha. Great Now, stuff. if you were in our world, we would then get you to extend it to take it to an outcome that matters. Gotcha. Because attention in the video isn't the outcome
0: if you're mm-hmm. a business
1: person. hmm Mm-hmm. Right? That's not the outcome. Mm-hmm. That's a part of a process that leads to I don't know, a client, (laughs) sales, transaction. So we would coach you to extend what's involved. Don't just teach them TikTok videos. Teach them TikTok videos to generate clients. Now you have a business. Thank you for that. The other one's a hobby.
0: I see that all the time. and, And it's easy to get caught up in that, that shiny object syndrome where you focus so much on Doing something that has, yes, it's part of your business or your offering, but it absolutely will generate zero dollars or zero movement in your business. Because you doing a TikTok video, doing a YouTube video, doing a Facebook Live, sending an email letter out to your list with no goal in mind, no outcome, no next step you know, is completely pointless and useless. Yeah. And I thank you and, and we have, we have
1: five steps in our model of creating these high ticket programs that guarantee results. We call them game changer programs. And the first step is you got to solve big problems. Right on. You got to solve big problems. If you want to get big dollars, you have to solve big problems. And for some people, that's, it takes a bunch of work to figure that out. Yeah. The good news is it's really simple. The elements necessary to solve big problems are there. They're teachable. And for the people listening today, if this appeals to you, we're going to give away scholarships to our our most popular program where we literally teach you how to do that for free. So tell me more about that because I wanted to we, get into that. We've got about seven minutes here, roughly so. Perfect. Perfect. Cool. So here's the thing. If you think you'd like to have a business built around your wisdom and knowledge or that reporter authority we just mm-hmm. talked about, mm-hmm. we have something called the Game Changer Program Academy. Mm-hmm. It's a four month coaching program. Mm-hmm. It's not just the training. Mm-hmm. You need skills, accountability, and mentorship to get results. Mm-hmm. The training is, is the easy part, but mm-hmm. it comes with the training and 12 coaching calls a month, a success accountability partner, follow up mentorship systems where we we sell this for $10,000, mm-hmm. we guarantee $100,000 in sales. Right. The scholarship is free, $0. It's a full scholarship. And right now, about 79% of the people that apply are getting the scholarship. So we'll get the link. We'll put it in the show notes here if you're listening mm-hmm. to the podcast. Um, but not everyone gets it. Just want to be clear. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there's the software is set up in such a way that if you say you have no authority and don't want to develop any, it won't let you in. If you say you're not going to put any time in, it won't let you in. We right. won't give up a spot to someone that's wasting our time. But other than that, you will get this full scholarship. And we will give you all the training necessary to pull it off. We now have hundreds of people in from, I think the last time I checked, 36 countries around the globe. Wow. Um, awesome. We're super excited. And our goal this year is to give away $100 million worth of scholarships. So we are aggressively spreading the word. And uh, we think the fastest way to build a, a quarter million dollar business, let alone a seven figure business. hmm with high ticket programs that guarantee results for your clients it's the easiest the fastest the least amount of capital required and the method we teach you test it before you sell it right so you know it'll work before you actually take any clients in right on you you know it you know it and we have people that come in this program it's a four-month program but we have people that come in this program in 28 days they're making money Fantastic. Yeah. And it's well, a full scholarship. So there's no hidden cost or anything. We cover all of it. because uh, here's what we know. You get in, you love it, you're gonna tell other people, you're gonna refer friends. Mm-hmm. Some of you will upgrade to other programs. Mm-hmm. Like we know that that's there. Yeah. We also know it's literally a game changer for you. Yeah. Right? Not just for your clients. That's why we call it a game changer program. Love it's it. a game changer for you if you can sell high-ticket programs as their first purchase, not and some ladder, ascension ladder, which is a bunch of BS taught to you by the, what we call the entrepreneur education cabal, mm-hmm. guys that are paid to sell you shit. And they don't care whether you get results or not. They just want to sell you the next widget, the next training, the next course, YouTube videos, Facebook mm-hmm. ads, blah, 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 blah. Why would you want to learn Facebook ads? Why would you want to learn that when there are thousands and thousands of other people out there competing in that spot already mm-hmm. and hundreds of people who actually know what they're doing? Yeah, wouldn't you rather just hire one of them and let them do it all for you? Well, mm-hmm. part of the problem is you have to have enough margin in your product to hire those good people, right? The top Facebook ad guy I know is thirty thousand a month. Tony as a retainer mm-hmm. for entrepreneurs, thirty thousand a month, and you have to commit eighty thousand a week in ads. Yep. Right. Well, you know, not every one of us is going to be able to hire Nick Kuzmich. That's the guy. Nick. Not everyone's going to be able to hire Nick at that rate, but wouldn't it be nice if we could?
0: (laughs) Oh man, no kidding.
1: Right. Like imagine how good he must be if he's charging, if you're spending 350,000 a month, amazing. you're going to be generating at least least four or five times that on the front end. Mm -hmm. So over a million a month, you're going to be generating. Well, would you, you know, 30,000 a month? I'd never spend that. Well, but if you generated a million a month back. Yep. That's, that mindset every month.
0: that's understanding the scale, right? There's a, sorry to interject, but, um, so two things, uh, for the listeners, full disclosure, I'm not an affiliate for Tom. I don't get any commissions or anything like that for anything that you, you get 100% a hundred percent of the zero cost, Tony. We Absolutely. To it's almost like that. Uh, hey, this is a free course, hundred percent money back guarantee, right? <laughs> uh, just, just full disclosure on that. Uh, the other thing is uh, just to, to reiterate what uh, Tom was just saying uh, back in the Google AdWords days, I remember uh, uh, studying from a guy who was doing online blind sales. He was spending 25 to $30,000 a day in Google AdWord clicks in click Mm. click at 30,000 a day. Wow. Right. Well, he's a smart guy making a lot of money. So that sounds like a ridiculous amount of money spent on ads. But if you're bringing in additional 60 to $80,000 a day in margin by spending the 30, it's a no brainer all day long. So listen, we got to wrap this up. I got a couple of other questions I want to ask you, Tom. This has been absolutely fantastic, entertaining. I love the riffing. It's been great.
1: Um, What's your favorite word? Ooh, that changes from journey to journey. Right now, it's, it's momentum may. As we record this, momentum is my favorite word again mm-hmm. because uh, there, as people are struggling through this COVID situation, there are even our entrepreneurs who are mm-hmm. like freaked out. Yep. And they're in tre- retrenching and the opposite needs to happen. Mm-hmm. Fortunes are made when blood is running in the streets. Baron Rothschild made that quote, and I, you know, so I said I'm a I'm a guy who looks up the the details. That actually wasn't the full quote, Tony. The full <laughs> quote was: "Fortunes are made when blood is running in the streets." Dot dot dot. Even if it's your own. Oh, that's so much deeper oh. and better. And this was the Napoleonic War, and he made a fortune. He made millions of dollars in 1880, 18 sorry, 1820, 1830 money millions of dollars Mm -hmm. betting against everyone else when the market collapsed and bought the equivalent of Fortune 500 companies 10 cents on the dollar. Mm -hmm. So, you know, momentum is the only way we're going to survive this is not by surviving it if you're an entrepreneur. It's by thriving on the other side. Agreed. And in order to do that, you need to focus on what will build momentum. So for me right now, it's all about momentum. I love it, I love it. Uh, Room, desk, or car, what do you clean first? Say that again? Room, desk, or car, what do you clean first? What do I clean first? Well, I have someone clean my my rooms for me. <laughs> I learned to do that a long time ago. First tip for an entrepreneur: if you don't have someone cleaning your house, it is the best money you can possibly spend. Mm-hmm. It makes you think you're a multimillionaire well before <laughs> you are. Costs you a fraction of the money. So, so in terms of me, uh, I desk. I have a clean desk all the time. And car, I clean regularly, but I live on an island doesn't have a car wash, so. It's nowhere near as often as I would otherwise back when I lived in the city. So first, I guess, in that criteria that I do is desk. There you go. And so why is that? Uh, well, that's the only one that I actually clean on a regular basis. <laughs> those three. I, have, I have someone else do the, do the rooms and, and the car. There is no car wash on Bowen. So I, whenever I go to the city, I will, I will shiny up my car and, uh, and let someone clean it for me. Love uh, it. But yeah, I'm not, I, 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 I'm a, I love clean, but I've learned a long time ago that it's way smarter for me to pay someone to clean Gotcha. and for me to clean, then I can go help improve someone's life and I Got get it. paid a lot more and then I can pay them to clean. Tell me something that's true that almost nobody agrees with you on. Oh, well, in the context of high ticket program, it should be the first thing you sell not the end of a ladder of ascension or down the you start with a free gift, then a tripwire, then a this, then a this, then a this, mm-hmm. then a this. Mm-hmm. And I can prove this in detail and do in that masterclass I was talking about. We mm-hmm. actually mm-hmm. go through the numbers on this. Mm-hmm. You're, and also, the people who made real money in this game never made it on their programs, on their courses. I mean, their small ticket stuff. They made their money on their high ticket programs. Yep. But they right. teach this model. So that's probably the biggest business thing right now. And I guess there'd be a second corollary because it's simple to understand, but powerful to implement. And that is if you guarantee results, you make way more money than if you don't guarantee results. Right. Yeah. Way more. You get nine times as many people raising their hand to do business with you. You get three times as many people doing business with you on average. If you offer a guarantee, Love it. it's far also far more honorable. It's a better way to play the game far as yep. I'm concerned, but you also make way more money. And a lot of people think there's risk offering a guarantee. It's the opposite. There's risk if you don't offer a guarantee. Love it.
0: We got to wrap this up. What one thing would you want my listeners to do today?
1: To do today. Oh, that's simple. If you're, Especially since you said most of the people listening in are not in business yet, but thinking about it, um, I would just take uh, 15, 20 minutes, get a glass of wine or a beer or whatever you like. Uh, definitely something to loosen your brain cells. Mm-hmm. And imagine what your ultimate business could be and who you would serve. Love it. And just play with it. You know, whether you're uh, uh, someone who writes things down or or mind maps or, or audio records it, just picture exactly what the game is you would want to play. If you could do anything, that's what I would do because that's really where it starts. It starts with a dream. Love it. You know, you put dates and goals and structure and all that other stuff, but it still starts with a dream. It starts with a dream. And here's the cool thing. It is easier than ever to start and build the business of your dreams, it's easier than ever. There never has been an easier time in the history of mankind. And right now, literally, as we're recovering through this virus craziness, there is more money sitting on the sidelines waiting for a place to put it. They didn't stop making the money, everyone. The economic collapse of the economy, while dramatic, didn't burn cash you don't see bonfires of people putting wheelbarrows of money and lighting on a fire like happened in the depression yep right people say oh it's like depression no it's not this is a health collapse that triggered a financial collapse it's not a financial collapse the money is still there in fact if anyone knows anything about money the fed in the u.s has put four trillion more into the economy. There's more money than there ever has been in the history of Earth. I love it. Why not? Why not responsibly have some of that help you make a big impact on people's lives? It's out Um, there. Great stuff, Tom. Where can people find you? Easiest ways to connect with me on LinkedIn, um, which is just, and my last name is M-A-T-Z-E-N, M-A-T-Z-E-N, depending on what part of the world you live <laughs> in. Uh, and Tom, and you'll, I'll come up. I'm, I'm SEO optimized, pretty good there. You'll also see links in the show notes to our scholarship program and that masterclass. Mm-hmm. I'll make sure we get that to you, both of those, Tony. Um, so you can do that. And uh, if uh, that's, yeah, that's the easiest way to reach me, for sure. Love it, love it. And your website is TomMatson.com? Uh, yeah, we've got about 40 websites, but my personal speaking website is Duck. Okay, is there another one that you would want people to know about? Uh, well, our, we have a for-profit and a not-for-profit. The mm-hmm. not-for-profit's mission is to, we have a small goal, reverse the failure of small business around the world. Love it, <laughs> love it. That's the entrepreneur, it's entrepreneurempowerment.org. Entrepreneurempowerment.org it. with links to our masterclasses and all sorts of free training. Um, uh, and yeah, we're pretty, pretty proud of that work. Um, it's our calling, it's our destiny. Um, we have other, other sites for our money-making ventures, but that's our give back, help the listeners out site. I love it.
0: Listen, guys, I hope uh, as listeners, um, I hope that you go back and re-listen to this podcast with a pen and paper in hand, take notes, There is so much wisdom and actionable items in this podcast that can help you move forward and grow forward into whatever it is that you want to have in your life. One other thing, one other thing,
1: if you're getting value out of today, show some love to Tony's uh, podcast, post a review view post some love on that because that's for watch podcasts you probably know that at one level but if you don't know that you should literally that's what drives traffic is reviews so if you're getting value today take time to show some love to Tony and and uh, let us know let us know I appreciate that
0: very much thanks Tom thanks very much for tuning in I hope everybody out there thanks Tom I appreciate you being here I hope everybody has a fantastic day remember you guys you got this have a good one everybody Hey, thanks so much for tuning in to That Motivational Guy podcast. I hope you got some value from this. Uh, As my thanks to you, please accept a free gift from us. Go to thatmotivationalguy.com slash change and download a free webinar course that my wife Vanessa and I did on how to change anything in your life. Anything. No strings attached. Don't even have to enter an email address to get the course. It's just our gift and our thanks from us to you. If after going through the course you do get something from it, you'll have a chance to subscribe to more good stuff at that point in time, but only after we've proven that there's some value for it. Again, thanks so much for listening. Please subscribe, rate, and review pretty please, and then go out and make it a fantastic day.